Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the John Kincaid Show. We do odd things on this show. This is a little bit of a different show. So if I'm going to Disney World next week, we talk about Disney World and we talk about it with you and things like that. We do odd things. Management scratches their head, but they're like, somehow his show has managed to stay on the air for now 14 years on national radio. I don't know how, but I guess it works. Here's John Kincaid. I guess it works. And the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Guess it works. Glad to have you aboard. Love that you uh, make this show part of your routine. A lot of you listening all around the country, too. We appreciate it. Now, there's not a lot of options on Sunday morning for quality, engaging sports talk radio a lot of, across the country, so we're glad you choose here to do it. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. When you want the ability to adjust your loan options in real time, Rocket can. Know that. Rocket can. We are not, we, we love Big Ten country. In fact, we all we do is talk to people from Big Ten country on this show. And you're always welcome at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. We love Big Ten country. Love them a lot. But this is not the show of Big Ten country because this is the show since the beginning of the pandemic that has continually told you over and over again, yes, we can. Just like President Obama would tell you, yes, we can. Yes we, yes, we can. Yeah, we can. We can have an NBA bubble. Now is the time to say, yes, we can. It is the time to say it, Barack. Yes, we can. And uh, let me tell you this, is that uh, one of our fine listeners, Stephen, who may be as um, slightly deranged as I am, uh, took the time, Anthony, to take me up on my challenge this morning of, I said, NBA bubble will fail. Google NBA bubble will fail. NBA bubble can't succeed. Uh, He did a search on that, and he said he found 37 different pieces, and he stopped counting. I wonder if any of those 37 writers, and I bet you some of them were the same people over and over again. I wonder if they've taken the time to recant, to revisit. 
Because guess what? It's not like you have to apologize. It's not like you have to say, man, I'm an idiot. But it's, it's freeing to just admit out of my sense of fear or overcaution. And by the way, for some people, it's overly cautious. For some people, it's flat out fear. It's the two. And I'm not going to knock you for either one. Because everybody approached this differently. But this gentleman, I appreciate him, and he listens in Chicago, and he has to ditch away. Anthony, they ditch off of our show in Chicago, he says. So he has to go to the Radio.com app. That's disappointing. But uh, it's all right, though. We, we love our affiliates. And they listen. But uh, he stopped at 37. And then, strangely enough, Charles takes up the same opportunity in Lake, I can't even pronounce it, in Louisiana. Uh, He took the same opportunity up on Major League Baseball. And he said within 48 hours of the date of Major League Baseball announcing that they would return, he counts over 44 different pieces that were written that said, well, baseball can't work. They're not going to be in a bubble. He said, including around 15 of them that said, it's a pipe dream that they will ever even begin the season. Now, I'm not just busting on Buster only. Busting on Buster. Uh, Buster only, who said 5% chance the season started, 0% chance that it finishes. That was preposterous. But guess what? I've been dumb like that, too, in my life. I've been dumb like that, too. And Buster has gotten so much right in his career, I'm going to still trust Buster and think he's damn good at his job. But on this, the can't. We can't try. We can't even try this. It's too risky. It'll never work. Now's the time to say, yes, we can. These bubbles will never work. Yeah, it's great in theory. It's great in theory to think a bubble will work, but it'll never work. Really, it works. Yes, we can. But the the Major League Baseball, it can't work. It can't work. Now's the time to say, yes, we can. Yes, it is. Thank you, Brock. It's not in a bubble. I mean, in a bubble, you know, a bubble could potentially work, but there's no way that, like, baseball could work. Yes, we can. Yeah, we can. Thank you, President. Thank you, Mr. President. And so all I say to you is this. We've been the show of right. And many, many times I'm the show of wrong. Many, many times. I'll tell you something. You can look at my... 18 teams that I've told you are not going to make the NFL playoffs this year. I've told you the 18 teams that I don't think make it. There's going to be a hell of a lot of wrong on that list. So save it, bookmark the tweet, at John Kincaid, find it, mock me later for it. I'd love to get into it with you. That's fine. But we've continued to be the not Big Ten show. And I shouldn't let the Pac-12 off the hook because the Pac-12 meagerly went along. But we now know Kevin Warren, honestly, could not lead a bachelor party to a strip club. Kevin Warren, head of the Big Ten, can't justify his positions, can't stand behind a microphone and take questions from media, even on a Zoom call, where you don't have to look them eye to eye, you just have to look into your your computer. Sends out memos when you're supposed to answer the tough questions. And now we find out Every single athletic director in the Big Ten wanted to play fall football. And every single one of them trusted the science that the ACC, the SEC, and then the Big 12 all acclimated to. 
And there have been media members going, yeah, well, you know what they did. They, I heard one guy, not on our network, say, well, the SEC and the ACC obviously doctor shopped. They went and found doctors to, to tell them what they wanted to hear, to give them the answer they wanted to hear. How amazing is it? When Joe and the spark plug on AM 1250 or whatever it is can tell you what the world's leading epidemiologists say, they can tell you the right answer. They know the right answer. They, they know that these gentlemen who've spent, and ladies, who've spent their entire lives in the pursuit of keeping people healthy, keeping people safe, learning the medicine, that they are somehow on the take, corrupt and otherwise. Here's my point. It happened with Fonzie on Happy Days. And if you're too old to ever have watched Happy Days, let me just tell you, Arthur Fonzarelli, he was the character. He could never admit he was wrong. He couldn't get the words out of his mouth. I was, I was, couldn't get the words out of his mouth. It's easy. Round the lips a little bit and go, make the sound. Do it with me here like Sesame Street. I was wrong. I was wrong. Wrong. And we don't know. And I'll tell you right now, we don't know that the NFL will begin its season and end its season. We don't know that. But what we do know by now, on August the 23rd, is the chicken littles who keep telling you the sky's falling and you can't even try. Don't try. Why are we trying? This is crazy. Why are we trying? (laughs) They're falling into the media trap of wanting to be right. Because they told you all along the sky was falling, body bags in the streets, This can't work. There's no way this can work. They were wrong. They were wrong. It's okay to try. It's okay to try. It's okay to launch the NBA and the NHL and Major League Baseball. Remember, Major League Baseball can't succeed. It's not in a bubble. There's no way. It'll all fall apart. It's terrible. Yes, we can. Yeah, you can. Thank you, Brock. You can. You really can. 855-212-4CBS. Gregory in North Carolina joins us. Gregory, welcome to the show. How are you this morning, brother? Good. Good morning. Uh, nice nice to be on with you. I listen to you every Sunday morning at work. Thank you. And uh, I just wanted to ask a couple of questions here and see if I can okay. understand your position a little better. Sure. Okay. First of all, I mean, as far as the Pac-12, Big Ten... I mean, do they not have the right to do what they see fit for their students and faculty? They absolutely do. And here's what you have to do, though, when you make those decisions to take away someone's ability to do something that you committed for them to do. You have to be able to articulate your position, produce the science, and then ask, a- answer the tough questions about why you made those decisions and why you ignored your member institutions. So if you do all those things, I am in complete agreement with you that they would have the right to do it. Okay. And then my, my second instance is I keep hearing, uh, you know, and I'm going to preface this by saying I believe in the science that young, healthy people uh, without underlying conditions. Less vulnerable. Uh, very, very rarely uh, suffer, suffer major consequences from this virus. That is correct. But it, it's also proven that there are some that are. 
that mm-hmm. do succeed to this. So my question is, if they get out and play, how many casualties are acceptable? How many casualties? What are you talking about, death? Yeah, I mean... So you're talking about kids dying from this virus. Playful. Okay, do you, have you ever called this network or any other network and said that about playing college football at all because of the risk? We've seen young men in the last few years get paralyzed playing college football, having their entire lives changed yeah. forever. We have CTE data that we now know science that playing college football, playing football, even at younger levels, can cause problems and can cause brain issues. Have you ever called sports radio and said, why are we playing? No, Rick Well, if you reward. don't give guess what? Rick, it's much Rick more reward. Guess what? That is much more, guess what? That risk is far more believable, tangible, and provable. But it's never been enough to make you call and say, why are we even playing? There's risk. One of these guys could no, get paralyzed. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they they can't play, but to berate a a conference or institution because they deem that for their own opinion that they don't want to play. Whoa, 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 Wait a minute. I haven't heard you say anything. You don't else care about any of the other conferences. Wait a minute, though. You don't care. You don't care that he can't articulate his position. That he can't tell you the science that he followed. You can't. You can't. That he can't take questions. From open media that he picks and chooses who he wants to talk to? Yes, you do. You have to be accountable. Yes, you have to. Now you're just trying to make excuses. I thank you for your call this morning. Thank you for listening, too. If you never picked up the phone and called and said, why are we playing college football? These young men, do you realize what they could be doing to their brains? Do you realize we've had college football players every single decade we've played who end up paralyzed, break their necks, end up paralyzed for life? Why are we playing? Because those risks are far more real. We have kids that die, players that die every single year from heat exhaustion, from undiagnosed heart conditions that play college football, that fall out during training camp, that have enlarged hearts or things like that. All those things, every single year. But if you never picked up the phone and said, I don't think this risk is worth it, risk-reward, risk-reward, the risk is far riskier to that and has been. And by the way, I can document that with body counts. I can document that with players that have been paralyzed. Players that have died of heat exhaustion. Players that have died of heart conditions that were undiagnosed. Those are tangible, believable, scary stories about college football. And you never pick up the phone and say, stop college football, we shouldn't play it. But now you're going to do it based on your, well, what if this happens? What if? When you know, tangibly, the risks are far less, far less. You already know the other answers, and you know them. But you don't care about them. Wayne in Cleveland joins us. Wayne, how are you this morning, buddy? I'm great. How are you? Good to hear from you, man. What's going on? Okay. My question is, and I'm an administrator because I work for the Cleveland school system. God um, ble- by the way, is- God bless you God bless you right now, getting kids back into Good. school and trying to keep them safe and everything. I appreciate your hard work. Yeah, and that that's my that's why the reason why I'm calling. I'm just trying to figure out. I hear 
all the not all, but I hear okay. uh, a vast majority are pushing college sports and upset, and they're getting petitions and the parents and the players. I get all that. I'm a sports head myself. I understand that. But my position is I want to hear more people push for the education part. The same way that they're pushing for the sports, I want. I don't want to hear about how much money the Big Ten is going to lose and the SEC is going to lose. I want to hear the education push just as much they're pushing for these sports. I love you. I and love it, that you say that because, you know, like I'll read the – we brought it up on the show a couple weeks ago. The American Association of Pediatric Medicine has been over and over again talking about kids need to be back in the classroom for education, in-person education. Yep. And they've been talking about the fact that suicide rates are up, drug overdoses are up of teenagers, yep. suicide rates and everything. The damage we are doing to our young children. You can't do kindergarten at home. You can't do first grade virtually. You, by the time, what all. is it? By the time, as in, by the time they're seven or eight, it's supposedly like your a lot of things are already baked in. You can't do virtual kindergarten, virtual first grade. You can't. Exactly. It doesn't exactly. work like that. How are you? How are you handling? Uh, by the way, this has got to be stressful right now, right? You've well, got to be well, dealing well, with stress, right? What we're doing here is our first nine weeks is all virtual, and I, okay. I, I work for a high school, and so our pending date is to go back is is in the middle of november but that's wow. when we're supposed to have another spike again so we really don't know right now i just know it's the a, first nine weeks it'll be virtual so i appreciate you uh being on the front lines like that thank you buddy thank you for doing your no job problem. and i thank you for calling me and sharing that can't do virtual kindergarten and virtual first grade you can't those interactions suicide rates overdose rates Depression rates, the amount of children under the age of 18 that had to be put on antidepressants during this pandemic. You can go read them yourself. Read the numbers yourself. It's damaging. It's okay to try. It's okay to try. And you know what? The people who've been the try people are winning this debate overwhelmingly. Barton Simmons covers the world of college football for CBS Sports. And I'm going to ask him next. Does he believe that there's confidence in college football that they can pull this off? And more importantly, do the Big Ten players have a voice? Do the ADs? Now we find out all the ADs wanted to play. Do they have a voice or not? Barton joins me next. It's the John Kincaid Show. Thanks for jumping on board here on CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. Expect the unexpected. Back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, well, plenty of time for you to get on the phone lines before the top of the hour. But college football's right around the corner. CBS Sports' Barton Simmons joins me now on the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. That iconic theme, Barton, still bothers me that CBS is going to be out of the SEC, I believe, in two seasons. I think it's two more seasons for for us to hear that theme. ESPN should pay whatever it takes to grab it. (laughs) They should should blank check it. Because that that, that sounds like a Saturday in the fall to me when I hear that. There's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot going to look different in college football, but um, that's uh, that's going to be hard to to grasp once that hits. Oh, my gosh. So we are now just a couple weeks out. 
How do you, how are you feeling this morning? And when you talk to people, and I know you talk to people all over the world of college football, from all different conferences, from all different parts of the globe. So tell me, are you confident that this thing at least is going to get off the ground and that they've got a good plan in place? How are you feeling today? Um, I'll say this, you know, it's fun. Well, I feel good. I mean, I feel like uh, the, you know, the reporting that's, that's emerging is, is positive. It feels like the SEC and the ACC have some conviction that the, the season's going to kick off. It feels like they're comfortable with the risks and, and comfortable with the game plan. Obviously, we still have to sort of weather the, the new students um, and, and, and all that that entails and, and the, the, the students on campus. I'll say this, it's funny, you know, when I, when I do talk to people in college football, um, you know, there's so much that is um, going to change if there's a season and if there's a spring season and how does that all work. And so I kind of, when I talk to, to people about kind of what that's going to look like and, and present hypotheticals, it's funny, whenever I talk to someone that isn't playing, um, the, and I say, you know, okay, so let's say a season happens and this, that, and the other, and, and they'll always sort of preface their answer with, well, the season's not going to happen. Like, these are the oh, people yes. that aren't playing that have, that have already had it canceled. Like, they, none of them believe that it's going to get off the ground for the programs that are still planning on playing, um, which is, you know, maybe that's wishful thinking by them because that obviously creates uh, a, a climate in which they're a little bit disadvantaged. Um, but given sort of the programs and the conferences that have seen these, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 specifically, you know, th- those conferences have seen the challenges. I think that in a lot of cases, their understanding of, of why it was canceled and they don't really see how it's going to get off the ground outside of those conferences and yet I, I still remain optimistic that, uh, that we get going. And, and if we get going, then, then who knows what happens. I can't believe that you've got a Big Ten commissioner who can't face the open media, picks and chooses his audiences for an interview, sends out memos to try to justify his position, and we get more and more information that he literally just ignored the people that he is supposed to be working for and with. Every single one of the Big Ten ADs reportedly wanting to play football this fall. I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard part understanding. Is this the Chancellor's made this decision and the sports people were totally out of it in the Big Ten? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's, that seems to be the indication is that this was uh, Chancellor's president. And, and I, you know, again, that there's, there's been some miscommunication or, or um, sort of or, cloudy messaging. Yes. In terms of of what the consensus was among those those presidents and chancellors, because you know there there apparently wasn't a, a specific vote, but that the overwhelming consensus was that they didn't believe that they they could could have a season. Um, but again, like you said, I mean the, the athletic directors apparently are all on board. Obviously, the coaching staffs are on board, and and. And I think for the most part, the players are. Like, I think it's yes. always interesting. You, you know, you see all these players and these parents, and um, they're, they're all very much on board and, and, and want to do it. And I think most players, that is the case. Um, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean that there aren't still a sort of a silent minority, silent majority even, potentially. You don't even really know. There is some level of players that, that maybe didn't, weren't, weren't interested. Um, 
but to, you know, the, the, the reality is those players have the opportunity to opt out. Um, and I think that's the tough part here is, is no one is forcing anyone to make decisions that they're uncomfortable with. I think that um, players with the ability to opt out, families with the ability to make that decision could have made it, and then those that were comfortable with it could have proceeded forward. Um, so it's, it's a mess, um, and I really think it's been poorly handled by the Big Ten and by Kevin Warren. Um, even if this is the right decision, and again, I, and I we I'm don't know that he of, might be right. You know, he might right. be right. Exactly, and 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 you know, you hear even you know James Franklin and and some of these coaches have have. I don't think anyone's criticizing the decision. I, I think that there's frustration though in how it was delivered and and in the uh, the reasoning and messaging behind it. So that's been um, that, that that's certainly been a mess. In the Big I've had Ten. our. I've had our listeners today doing some legwork for me, which is always good. Give the listeners a task and they'll find it. Uh, I said to them, find how many people wrote pieces when Major League Baseball announced that they were coming back to play that said baseball couldn't work outside of a bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. Show me the people who wrote pieces that said the NBA bubble will, idea will not work, will not be mm-hmm. able to be pulled off. It's amazing. Yep. There's been an overwhelming just just ch- there's been so much negative about the coverage in this thing. Like I'll go back. Clemson, 30 plus players test positive in July. LSU, Texas, same stories. Yep. And I couldn't find one follow-up story written by the same people who wrote the the bloody gory headline of 30 plus players test positive. I couldn't yep. find one follow-up story from the same writer to say, oh, by the way, all those guys are back at practice and they're fine. Yeah. I couldn't find I, I, one. I think, and that to me is, I, is just, that's agenda. That's agenda when it comes to covering a story. I think the most frustrating thing for me in, in, in sort of consuming the news and the reporting that's come out and, and just the narratives um, is the idea that um, players become more safe in the absence of a season. Um, <laughs> it's you ridiculous. Know, the, you know, understood. Like there is a risk to this virus, and 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 I, and I do fully acknowledge there aren't good decisions on any side of this. It's all hard. Sure. Um, but but you know, show me where players become safer outside of the season. And, not and getting I think tested. Not getting tested two or three times a week. Not being and, in, and, having the protocols. Not having the the chest exams of their heart. Not having. There's no way they're safer. Not in inside the college football world. And even in even from a just from a um, from a, you know, a mentality standpoint, <laughs> the, the discipline standpoint, the collective incentive, the the shared responsibility sure. of keeping your teammates safe and keeping yourself safe and, and working towards a common goal, I think that that is probably as compelling a reason as any that these kids would be more safe within a season than out. And so it's uh, <clears throat> you know and and I and whenever I hear the, you know, all the, the myocarditis stuff and, and all the risks <clears throat> that the, the virus poses, it's frustrating for me to hear those talking points when, when those, those are there and those guys are going to get these, these conditions, whether they're playing or not. And, and, and <clears throat> you know, my belief, and again, I, I acknowledge that there's, I don't know, and no one knows. Them that's, getting that's the that, problem. them getting myocarditis, they could get it on the couch playing Xbox. When they exactly. don't have a college football season. The one thing that exactly. I found, which, which is just so strange about this, though, is that it really has become tribalism 
It has become mm-hmm. you're either in this camp or that camp. And it's it's I never thought I'd see a world, though, where people wouldn't try. And we've seen right. from the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, not out in a bubble, soccer. We've seen that trying is okay. And there have been bumps in the road for all of these different leagues. But we've had success. We've had success. I can't imagine justifying not trying. Yeah, the the the, the unspoken uh, hurdle here is the liability and and the and and that's not really even being a and, and in a way I sure. wish there was just more honesty and look hey it's a guys it's a, Kevin Warren hey guys there's a liability issue you know we if, if one yeah. person dies we can't be liable for that and right. and, and look if you're just going to come out and be honest about it and say that then that's, and that's just one thing it. but there, there's 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 hypocrisy even in that when you consider all the kids that these that these universities are bringing on campus and and again those there's no it is just putting them more so at risk bringing kids on campus and just lip, giving them out you know to the to the student population than it is keeping guys within that football program and, and within that football protocol so you know hypocrisy abounds but it's uh and i and i agree i mean there's the 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 tribalism and the it's uh, incredible so camp warfare here is uh is, is is frustrating next time you're on we're talking real football we're talking real oh, games man. we're talking real matches you ready for it <laughs> all right buddy i'll I, talk to you soon all right. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Barton Appreciate Simmons it. joining us from CBS Sports. Welcome back to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, thank you, Anthony. It always lifts me up. A little Boston legal to get it going. Bottom on up. All right, got a lot of phone calls I want to get to. want to make sure everybody gets their viewpoints in, and we can get down to it here on the uh, John Kincaid Show. Gentleman says to me here on an email, and I just want to share it, uh, his name is Darren, and uh, he says he listens every single week. He even catches some of the weekday shows. Sometimes he's picked up the 6A The Fan app where I broadcast from in Atlanta. And uh, he says, I believe you're being a little unfair to Kevin Warren because you're making this out to be a Kevin Warren problem. I believe Kevin Warren to be a toothless tiger. I think the real problem here is that the players want to play in an overwhelming majority and have a right to keep their scholarships if they choose not to play. So they have no issue. The ADs of the Big Ten all wanted to play fall college football like the other three conferences have agreed to do. Kevin Warren can't do it when the people he works for won't let him do it. He said, John, I usually agree with your opinions. I think you're being too harsh on Mr. Warren. Mr. Warren is obviously just a puppet. Wait, maybe I'm being too rough on him right now, too. Okay, good job. I appreciate it. Wanted to get that point of view in. That could very well be true. He didn't want any, he did not want anyone who disagreed with this point of view to even be heard. Didn't he want the voices to be heard? It's amazing. David in Chicago joins us. David, you're on the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. How are you? Hey, John. I'm living the dream. I Thank you, you, buddy. Too. <laughs> I yeah. every day of my every day of my life. You know what? You're a, you're a big fan of veterans, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you know, mainly because too. mainly because David, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have had the guts to try to be one. Guess and what? I'm, and I'm the son of one. Guess what? What's that? Uh, I didn't sign up 
to be on a front line of anything. Okay. okay. And uh, I've had a few occasions in my life where I've been on the front line of things because I'm a healthcare worker. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had and, been. Yeah. And God bless you for that, I'm by the way. I'm at a facility, and I'm not trying to bring anybody down. Okay. But I think you guys are missing the mark on calling this tribalism. Okay, and, why? And missing, missing the mark by a lot. And so if you want to put yourself in my shoes, I'll, I'll let you do that for a second, if you're willing to do that. Absolutely. And uh, so I, uh, I was planning to be part of a military parade uh, on the 17th of March. And I'm in healthcare, and I thought, oh boy, these people are. This is March, March, okay. Okay. And I'm like, oh boy, people are overreacting a little bit. But I'm in healthcare. I know about infection control. You know, is this parade going to happen? It it didn't. It got canceled the day before. Okay. I wasn't overly disappointed. It's a parade for God's sake, right? Okay. It's not the end of the world, is it? Is my life going to end if I don't take part in a parade? No. John. No, it's not. And and I think if a college football player, despite all the troubles and all the, you know, things they've worked for and the scholarships they've gained and the 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 real life experiences they've earned through hard work and discipline okay. probably since being a, a kid. Uh is their life gonna end if the college football season is canceled? Yeah, for the for the ones who are at big time college football programs that then no no no, no. I'm talking whoa, about whoa 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 John don't, no wait a minute David mortal life David their life. They're, their no life their lives end, no John. David the statistics will show you no their lives are not going to end and by the way they're safer than the majority could it happen absolutely but their lives are more likely to end on the football field just playing football long before COVID I can't let this go five family. minutes I got you I got you I got you David can't do it. I mean, I got your point. Got your point out there. Obviously, we disagree. But it is more dangerous to play football. It is more dangerous just to play the game of football. We have we have play, college football players die every year. And you know when the majority, and this is good work too, this is when listeners chime in. Scott in Michigan sent along a thing. He said, John, as of my count, I'm saying nine college football players have died in the last four years. Due to heat-related issues or some heart-related issue that went undiagnosed. You know what's not going undi- to go undiagnosed this year? Any heart issue. Because the players are all going to receive extensive heart screenings to play. And if any of them test positive, they will follow up on that and make sure they get more health screenings. They're safer. Mitch in New Jersey joins us. Mitch, how are you? Good, John. Always a good show. Thank you, Mitch. I appreciate it. Wait, what station are you on in Atlanta? What time? 680 The Fan. You can check it out. Get the 680 The Fan app. Let's get to your question. What do you got? Okay. Um, first of all, a lot, of, a lot of good food, and you always said eat, eat good food. I, you know, yeah, you did, that is so great point that you made that there's more risk in playing football and a long-term effects. And yes. I, I'm so yes. – they're going to have students on campus. I think they should be having college football, so Pac-12 should wake up. Uh, you talk about NFL – Reading with the Rams and, and the Chargers, I think you said they, they won't make it. I didn't yeah, they the Rams. They, the Rams got such great set of wide receivers, and um, the, uh, Bosa is one of the best, I think, ever. And also the fellow for the Rams, for some reason, he's keeping my, my mind. Uh, number 99 for the Rams. Aaron he's Donald? A lot. Aaron Donald. Right. 
they don't. No way they're going to let those teams. Yeah, well, not make that, the playoffs this year. that'd be good. We'll see. Hopefully, they uh, have great years for their fans. I got one more. I got to get to here. Maurice in Georgia. Maurice, how are you, buddy? Hey, man, how's it going, John? What's up, Mo? What's up, buddy? Man, let me tell you something. All these people who are crying for football to start, I hope that they don't hold these uh, universities liable for anything that may happen with their kids. Well, as long as it's not... Well, it's here's the deal. is uh, most Thankfully, most states have already passed legislation to, uh, unless someone can be found to have been recklessly endangering the lives of somebody at the place of business, the school or otherwise, they will not be held accountable uh, because nobody could say when they're testing people three times a week, doing giving them heart scans, constantly putting them in as uh, sanitary environment as possible, that anybody could say, hey, they're putting it, they're being recklessly endangering the lives of the athletes. I guarantee somebody, if someone catches it, somebody's going to run get a lawyer and try to say it was the university's fault. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what, though? You said the problem is, is that you can't tell the, who, who brought it onto the campus, and that's what the problem is. So thank you for your call. Is the amount of people in and out of the campus you'll never be able to tell. I always like it, like gentlemen said here, why doesn't, why doesn't you know, Kevin Warren just tell the truth? And this is one thing I wanted to f- finish up with before the end of the show is why doesn't the NBA just tell us the truth? And the NBA players. And, and, and look, LeBron James. And as you know, I will call LeBron on many a thing from time to time and, and check him. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to check right here. LeBron James was being interviewed by Chris Haynes. And he was being interviewed about the NBA's, the NBA's initiative to get out the vote. I want you to hear how it was set up. Listen. You've made it clear that this isn't about telling and urging everybody to go out and vote one way. This is about getting people to go vote. Yeah. Making sure, making sure your voice is heard. Using your right. Yeah. Okay, so that's what LeBron gets set up by Chris Haynes. LeBron, you've said... This isn't about telling people how to vote, that this is just about getting out the vote. And I've told you that's the most preposterous nonsense I've heard of the entire pandemic, is that the, the get out the vote initiative is truly not about telling you how to vote for. OK, so less than a minute later in the conversation, this is where it went. Some of the candidates that's run, obviously, you know, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I'm just going by your social media feed. Yeah. You. You've been very complimentary of Joe Biden, the Democratic nominee, and uh, you also compliment him on his um, VP, Kamala Harris. So are you, will you be endorsing that ticket? Uh, I mean, I mean, what's known don't even need to be said. (laughs) (laughs) What's known don't even need to be said, man. We're going to leave it right at that. What's known don't even need to be said. What's known don't even need to be said. But I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm LeBron James. No, the get out the vote initiative is just to tell you to go vote. It's just to tell you to go vote. And then Chris Haynes. Seriously, Chris. You're giggling like a schoolgirl there. My gosh. For God's sakes, I know you're being set up there to give LeBron the cover of, oh, no, we're not telling people who to vote for. We talked about this a month and a half ago when the NBA announced that they were going to have this initiative. Well, the get out the vote initiative. It's not a get-out-the-vote initiative. It's a vote-this-way initiative. You know it. I know it. Again, stop, just, just own it. Just own it. 
Don't act like you're trying. Well, we know we're being objective here. They couldn't. The two of them had a giggle fest there, like 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 fifth graders in the back of the classroom, shooting spitballs. <laughs> What's known doesn't even have to be said. <laughs> Look, don't tell us you're being objective. Don't tell us you're just trying to get the vote out. Don't try. Just just be honest with the folks. Guess what? Half of them will agree with you. Half of them will disagree with you. But don't BS us, please. All right, let me get to my closing argument. You had your say. Now John has his closing arguments here on the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. You can come out of your house today. The world's a safer place because Mike Milbury has been taken off the NHL broadcast of NBC. He stepped away willingly on his own. Take You're, you're safer today because Mike Milbury's not there. You know Mike Milbury, who made the same exact type of comments that Stephen A. Smith has made over and over again on first take on ESPN. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that nothing can be laughed at anymore. The Phillies' bullpen can be laughed at. That can definitely be laughed at. Baseball approaches the halfway point of the season. It doesn't seem real, but it is. Halfway point of the season as we head to the expanded postseason. The NBA's been great. Dame and the Blazers appear limping now. Toronto appears on a mission to try to repeat. Oh, man. So many exciting things going on. We hope you're enjoying all of them. And we love that you join us here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. So, let's get everything straight here. We're three weeks away from an NFL Sunday. That's pretty awesome. We are 18 days away from the NFL season kicking off. Baseball rolling towards its... uh, you know, it's whatever will be this expanded playoffs, which I think is just going to be zany and crazy and, and fun and nuts. The NHL and NBA continuing to thrive. And all the people who told you we shouldn't even try by the day appeared dumber. Hopefully, we continue to try. Yes, we can. And do, hey, thank you very much, President Obama. Continue to try. And what we've learned during the pandemic... There's science for every answer you want to give. Except for Kevin Warren's. He doesn't have any science. He just can't even can't even give us an answer. Hope you have a great week. Tony Pierno, you were fantastic as always. That's his tag on Twitter. He's Anthony. I like to be more formal. Seth Canner did a fine job. Stay with CBS Sports Radio all day long. I'm listening to The Bean next. Anthony Lima joins you. Hang out, won't you? CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.